0: this song's called beer good evening everyone and welcome to prospects after dark uh the first prospects after dark since i returned from spring training uh welcome welcome everyone uh Let's uh, let's get right into it. There's plenty to talk about. We can talk about some stuff going on in the backfields. We can talk about uh, Gyro Munoz tearing up the ball. Uh, All of our prospects kicking some butt. Uh, Graham is already calling me a liar. That's exciting. I'd love to know what's going on. Uh, Oh, you're calling me a liar because we didn't get a chance to do prospects after dark when I was down in Jupiter. I'm sorry, Graham. My brother, uh, Michael... And his girlfriend ended up coming down and uh, it ended up being a little family affair and we drank too much. And I didn't really have a whole lot of time to uh, to, to do it. And, and I apologize. We'll make up for that tonight. Uh, let's see. Uh, again, welcome everyone. What do we want to talk about? My family does indeed suck. They're the worst kind of sucky awesome people all wrapped up into one. Um, it was an incredible trip. I guess the first thing I want to say to anyone who's never made the trip, you definitely... Uh, yeah, yeah. You definitely want to make a trip to Jupiter. Uh, that is an incredible experience and the Cardinals do something really cool with it. And, uh, man, it, it was, it was incredible. Somebody just asked about the weather. The weather was 80 degrees. I got down there on Thursday and it was kind of hot. It was almost 90, uh, but it wasn't unbearable. Uh, it was pretty great. Uh, weather was pretty good for the entire week. Uh, I don't even know what else to say. Uh, The AAA closer. Now, uh, somebody just asked... uh, Oh, uh, Travis White. Hey, what's up, Travis? Travis just asked who the AAA closer will be. So, what the minor leagues do a little bit differently than what the major leagues do is the minor leagues generally don't have a closer. Uh, More than likely, it'll end up being a combination of... uh, uh, Oh, my God, I'm already... Of Jacob Evans... Uh, Andrew Morales Sorry, I'm already taking my hat off Sorry, I'm going to try to keep the hat on Um, It'll be a combination of people They won't have like a closer Most of the time in the minor leagues The levels don't have a closer They have closer by a committee So that they can prep these guys for the roles Uh, Somebody says Jason Mott Jason Mott, I think, is a good guess. He'll get some time at the end of games. Edward Mojica probably gets some time at the end of games. Darian Gonzalez might get some time at the end of games. That's a name worth keeping an eye on. Uh, Darian's been really, really good so far in spring training. That's exciting. I think he's already pitched in four games. Uh, Somebody says Mike Mayers. I would think that there's an option, but I think that there's also a chance that Mike Mayer is in the rotation in some capacity. There are a lot of ap- options. There's a lot to figure out. Uh, somebody says uh, Gilmartin. There's a chance that the left-hander who's made a really solid impression on the Major League Club could end up uh, could end up finding his way into some closer opportunities. I think all of those guys get a chance. I don't think it'll be set on one person. Especially now the two of Valala will more than likely be with the Major League Club. That changes the dynamic. Uh, they'll want to get as many different options in as possible. Uh, what are we drinking tonight? Uh, the booze is half of the fun in all of this. Uh, tonight I am dr- tonight I'm drinking um, uh, Knob Creek, a little single barrel. Good stuff. I think I was drinking it last time. Somebody asked if Josh Lucas might get some saves. Uh, J. David Reed, I-, I think you're dead on. I think Lucas gets some saves as well. They'll have a lot of options in the back half of the bullpen uh, down in Memphis. Uh, Edmundo Sosa, batting adjustments I think was the question. Uh, sorry I missed the question. Uh, let's see. Oh, a uh, card's Gifts tonight is drinking a Moscow Mule, and uh, uh, yeah, yeah. That's that. Gifts is drinking a Moscow Mule. What's everyone drinking? Let's talk it over. Uh, Ryan Shule says uh, Andrew Kisner has pop. He absolutely has pop. Uh, Graham, are you starting to come along with this Kisner thing? Uh, because if not, it's about uh, it's about damn time. It's fun to watch everyone start to jump on Kisner's bandwagon because he deserves it. He's a great prospect. A bigger prospect, Crush, Jag, or Kisner? Kisner. Uh, you'll find out here in a little bit. I rank Kisner super high on our top, uh, our top ten list. Somebody's got rum tonight. Uh, I, way to go there. I haven't had rum in a long time. Uh, some oh, Moe's algorithm is drinking a Shirley Temple. That means Moe's algorithm isn't imbibing tonight. That's okay, brother. I know that might not be your thing necessarily, but I appreciate you coming along and participating in something similar to booze. Uh, hey, Kyle, how's it going? A Forever cards, it's going well, brother. Uh, ooh, Russell Reserve. I saw some of that. Drinking Green Spot tonight. That's from friggin' cards. That's my boy. Uh, I would leave Mayers as a reliever, someone says. I agree. I think that there's a chance. But keep in mind, he's been so successful as a starter that depending on how much starting depth they want to have, uh, you know, they can go to him. Think about it this way. Ooh, Oldale, that's some good stuff. Think about it this way. Uh, you have three starting pitchers at least. And then we're not even talking about Preston Guillaume. We're not talking about uh, Nestor Molina. All of those guys are going to be heavy, uh, heavily used at AAA. Uh, I do need some reading glasses, that is absolutely a fact. Uh, Keep in mind that I'm three to four feet away from uh, my phone, and the questions stream at the bottom of the phone, Uh, so it's tough enough as it is, and plus when I do this little squinting thing it's fun because later on either VHS or uh, Todd Thiessen will take a picture of it and we'll find out, like, we'll hopefully try to get the most awkward pose of me squinting into the camera. Uh, Jordan Hicks is immature, right Kyle? Graham, thank you for bringing that up. So earlier in the week, uh, Jordan Hicks was the first of all of the players sent down to minor league camp, and it was reported, and D. Gould touched on it today in his, uh, in his Q&A. It was reported that he uh, was missing meetings and uh, there might have been a maturity issue. This is what I'm going to tell you. We heard about some of this when we were down in Jupiter. Uh, some of the rumors coming out, and again, it wasn't it wasn't just that. Uh, some of the rumors coming out were that it had a lot to do with a transportation issue, uh, and the fact that after it happened once, it happened again ended up being the issue. I guess what I'm getting at is, until more information is presented, uh, no one really knows exactly how immature or how much of an immature reason it is. What I know is that he didn't show up, and what I feel comfortable in relaying, uh, based on some of the people I talked to, the reason he didn't show up is a transportation issue. Um, Again, that's not an excuse. He shouldn't do it. Uh, let's see. Uh, da, da, da. Who's Kyle? No one knows. Uh, why would you not give him a ride? So again, that's that's why you, you have to put the speculation in the back burner. Uh, I can only tell you some of the, the talk that was going on. Uh, and it was talk amongst people that you might not even trust. So, uh, What do you think about Ponce de Leon getting sent to minor league camp? I don't have a problem with that. The Cardinals are trying to be so careful with him uh, that that's a product of that. Uh, I personally would keep him around and I personally would use him. I thought he looked really good. The little bit I saw him in spring, they're just being ultra cautious because they're concerned about his brain. Uh, Kisner must throw out Cesar Hernandez, Cesar Hernandez, to earn your respect. It's going to happen. A uh, big, big moment today for Kisner when he threw up Monte Harrison. Uh, by the way, another fun thing about Kisner and Monte Harrison—they uh, got into a brawl during the the uh, the year. I think Kisner was at Springfield. Oh no, it would have been when he was at Peoria. Uh, there was a little brawl, and apparently something else almost happened in the Arizona Fall League, I, I, I think. Uh, they've got a little history, so for Kisner to go and uh, uh, you know throw out Monte Harrison at second base, that had to have been a really cool moment for him. Uh, Let's see. Uh, Trade Carson Kelly. Uh, Kisner is the Eradiati. He might be. You know, the other thing, and someone asked me about this today, is keep in mind that Andrew Kisner has position versatility. They they have him playing first base. He was playing first base exclusively on the backfields when I was there for the four days, three days I was there. Uh, You know, uh, it's really, really interesting. Uh, He's a really interesting guy, but he'll find his way into the major leagues. He's talented enough. I'm uh, spread the word. Uh, D. Gould says, Tommy Pham went up to Hicks and told him it was a problem. There you go. Then that it's a problem. Look, if a veteran's telling you it's a problem, it's a problem. And if he didn't rectify it, then that goes to show you not immaturity, uh, but something else. But again, none of us know the full story, and that's the most important thing to take from it. Until the full story comes out, let's not call it an immaturity issue. Uh, let's let's learn. Let's try to find out more. Uh, do you think Bader will take the fourth, fifth outfield spot? I do. I think that's where the smart money is. Um. The other thing that could happen with that fourth, fifth outfield spot, and, and I'll swear by this, is Luke Void, if he plays a little bit of left field, could end up taking that spot. Uh, you know, a, a lot of people think Jose Adalas Garcia, a Jag, might take it. I'm not sold on that. I don't want that. Somebody was asking me about Gyro Munos. Uh, I hate the idea of Gyro playing center field. I think it's a bad idea. Uh, we've seen him play pretty terribly in right field too, which is a concern of mine. Uh, he hits the wrong guy. He takes bad reads. He still has a lot of a lot of work to do before you would want him. Uh, I say roll with Bader and then use that as the platform to sub out guys as you need them throughout the year. Uh, does Munoz take Garcia's spot on the roster? That's an interesting question, too, because remember, Greg Garcia is one of a kind on this roster. He's the only bench bat that hits left-handed. And uh, that's going to be an important thing for the Cardinals moving on. It's a super important thing, as a matter of fact. Uh, you can't have—it it's. would be unadvantageous to bring a bench bat uh, along that you know have a bench full of right-handed bats. It's bad for matchups. Uh, uh Let's see. Oh, so uh, the other thing we're going to do real fast. Uh, well, maybe we're not. Uh, we won't do it fast. We'll get to it in a second. Greg Garcia is underrated. I agree. I agree. Uh, uh, Greg Garcia. Blah blah blah. Ooh, somebody's talking about euros. Uh, ooh. Uh, Kate is in the chat. Tra- the chat. Thought on Sandy possibly making the Miami rotation. I think it's going to happen. That's such a poor rotation. And Sandy's already on their 40-man. I think you're looking at their fifth spot for Sandy Alcantara in Miami. Uh, they have some guy who's supposed to start their third game. His name's like D.B. Cooper or something, who died allegedly in a plane crash after stealing a bunch of money in like the 1940s. Uh, I, they're in bad shape. Miami is such a bad team in such bad shape. Let's see, uh, what spring did you, oh, I'm sorry. Lewis Brinson is good. Lewis Brinson uh, hit a pretty monster home run today off of Jack Flaherty. Uh, Didn't I change your mind on Moustakis? Graham, Graham, our boy, did his first article for the Redbird Daily. He wrote about uh, the interest of bringing Moustakis into the Cardinals. It was fantastic. Graham, congratulations on your first video, uh, or your first, uh, sorry, it's not a video, your first article, man. You should be proud of yourself. It was really good. Uh, Talk about Jake Woodford. He seems boring. Uh, Jake Woodford is kind of boring, but in a good way. He's just, you know, he's kind of pedestrian. I'll tell you what. Uh, On Sunday, I got to see Jake Woodford pitch. And it was the first time I got to see him in person. And he looked to clean up his mechanics a little bit. The gun down at Palm Beach at Jupiter was a little hot, but he was throwing low 90s. I think he hit 95 a couple times, which is something that's big for Graham, although that's more realistically 93, 94. But that's good. Uh, uh, Yeah, so... Jake, Jake Woodford is kind of boring, but he's also a lot of fun, too, at the same time. Uh, 21, he'll be at Springfield this year. He's due for a bust-out. It should be fun. Uh, what is uh, Adoles Garcia's realistic ceiling? Uh, we call him Jag. Uh, we, we're, we refuse to call him Adoles. Uh, he's Jag. Uh, Jag's realistic ceiling. Uh, you know, I said, it, uh, I said it in my write-up of him. I think you're looking at Andre Ethier. Uh, a really, really solid right fielder who hits 20 plus home runs with a good average and a good on base percentage. Uh, let's see, uh, Jag equals Justin Upton? Maybe, maybe. But keep in mind, and this is what gets lost with Jag, and I don't mean this is like a, an ultra big critici- criticism of him. But he was 24 last year and he only had 15 home runs uh, between Double A AA and Triple A. He's from uh, a professional league in Cuba. And his production should have been better than that. He was definitely adjusting to the, to the minor leagues, the American game. Uh, but until he starts hitting more home runs, and still he bring, until he brings that power, it's hard for me to say Justin Upton. Justin Upton's like that MVP level. You know, when you're talking about Andre Ethier, I think you're talking about a guy, you know, a, an average regular who could go to an all-star a couple times. Uh, name the last Cardinal with the first name Jose that went by his middle name. Oh, Jesus, I don't know. Uh, 167, uh, yeah. Ryan Schulz says, we, you know, we've got some viewers. Everyone's coming in. We're having a great time. Uh, what's everyone drinking? Oh, if we have 133 people currently in this, uh, take a drink. We're going to take one second to take a drink to get our bearings. Uh, we encourage you to bring alcohol into our chat and uh, talk some nonsense. Uh, yes, yeah, uh, D-Shrange. De- Says he'd be happy if we got Ethier production out of JAG. Me too. Uh, BJ Upton. No, not BJ Upton. I would say that the, the major concern with JAG is that that's his fallback. Like, that's the worst case scenario for JAG, in my opinion. And I hadn't thought about BJ Upton, but uh, Moe's, that's that's a good call. I think this is more than uh, Brendan ever got in a periscope. Uh, I love Brendan. I hope he's here. I would love for him to be a part of this. I would love to talk him over with this. How does DeYoung look in the field? DeYoung looked great in the field to me. You know, he has a poise about him that a lot of people don't have. Uh, Boom, I love the cheap stuff. Yeah, a little wild turkey. Someone's drinking wild turkey tonight. I like that. Uh, If Poulos is DFA'd any chance, he would come back and retire. I think it would have to be simply that. He would have to come back just to retire. Um, The Cardinals would get clever. I know the Cardinals would go after him. He would be a money grab for them. Uh, I think you mean uh, Melvin Mose. That's right. He's not BJ anymore. He's Melvin. What does Jerko do if we get Moose? You don't have to worry about that because they're not going to get Moose. Uh, My guess is that he would maneuver around the infield and uh, give Carpenter more rest by moving other people around. Uh, Let's see. Brendan looks like Rachel Maddow. Uh, Brendan Schaefer, do you look like Rachel Maddow? I'm not, you know, I haven't seen Rachel Maddow in years. Uh, Super sub, super sub, super sub. That's right. Jerko would end up filling. Uh, the Greg Garcia role, but remember, Greg Garcia—they're not going to—they're not going to uh, not gonna pass through waivers. Somebody will pick him up. Uh, it, it, the Cardinals are in a really delicate situation with their bench, right? Uh, the, even if you br- okay, you bring Mustakis in, right? And he's the everyday third baseman. You still don't have a left-handed option off the bench. That is an issue. Uh, that's why Mustakis doesn't make sense. The other thing with Mustakis that people are losing track of is you have to give up a draft pick. In order to sign Mustakis, the Cardinals aren't going to do that. They understand the importance of extra draft picks uh, because they lost so many draft picks last year. They lost their first three draft picks last year. They need reimbursement. And along with those draft picks comes uh, financial attachments. That's why Mustakis isn't going to sign here. That, that's why the Cardinals aren't going after Mustakis. That's why they're not going after Lynn. Uh, it's not something that I necessarily agree with, but I'm telling you that's part of the case uh squint I'm squinting is that am I doing it? let's talk about my guy basically Eric Hosmer Stefan Crosler Stefan will probably start the year in Palm Beach uh he's a first baseman who plays a little second base Ryan I, I couldn't have been happier with that pick for you uh why do you think uh Lynn turned down the Twins offer two years so it was reported that Lynn had a two year $20 million offer on the table uh, my guess is that he's judging whatever offer he gets based on the one-year uh, seventeen point four million dollar qualifying offer that the Cardinals offered him. He's not going to take anything less than that. He won't take anything less than two thirty, and it might not be the right idea. Uh, it, it's kind of a gamble to do that, but that's uh, that's what he's he's banking on. He knows he's worth more than $20 million. All of these free agent pitchers now we're just waiting for the first injury to happen. Uh, let's see. Is Steve Barron going to be Yachty's replacement one day? Steve Barron's terrible. Although he does have a stronger arm. Man, I'll tell you what. One of the cool things about the backfields, uh, what about my guy Tommy Edmund? How did he look? One thing about the backfields, because now I'm really excited to talk about Tommy Edmund. Uh, one thing about the backfields is that they're right there, and you get to watch them play. Now, Tommy Edmond is a shortstop who can play shortstop, but they had him on the playing second base nearly every day in the backfields, and he was owning it. He turns a good double play, uh, which, will, you know, he played really, really well at second base uh, on the backfields when I saw him. Transitioning to Steve Barron, the catchers, Sands Andrew Kisner, because Kisner was working exclusively at first base, uh, but Dennis Ortega, uh, Barron, Jeremy Martinez, they were all working together as one group. And the first thing that sticks out to you is just how big and how good and athletic Dennis Ortega is. Expect him to have a breakout year. I don't know what it's going to look like at the plate, but his defense is advanced. Uh, especially in contrast to Jeremy Martinez, Dennis Ortega is like on a different level defensively, uh, from a prospect. Steve Barron has a stronger arm than I realize. He's, he's not a very good catcher. Uh, I, I get the need to bring him in. I understand that. I understand Francisco Pena, but, um, you know, the, I'll say it one more time. If you haven't made that trip down to Jupiter, it's worth doing it. Uh, just for the backfields. Uh, someone needs to look into whether pools can come back within 10 years. If he is DFA or trade, that's a great question too, because they gave him that 10 year personal service contract. My guess is any void of a contract would void that part out too. He'd probably get paid for those years. Uh, but, he, I'm sure he'd be able to come back. Someone told me you didn't like Kisner. Is that true? Uh, someone's a liar, Forever Cards. I'm a, I'm a Kisner homer. I'm kind of an Edmund homer, too. I'll tell you what, Edmund really impressed me this weekend uh, over on those backfields. Are teams people starting to undervalue defense at, uh, at catching? Seems like it's all hitting. Uh, I don't think so. I don't think so. No, because think about all the catchers that are around now still. You know, a lot of the backup catchers are defensive options. I think that there's value, and I think a lot of the catchers that are coming up understand the importance of adding pop to their game to be everyday starters, and I think that has a lot to do with it. I do. Ah, damn it. There was a question there about Edmund in the future. Uh, cheers, what are you drinking tonight? Uh, cheers. Hey, cheers. Drink. Mm. I'm drinking Knob Creek Single Barrel. It's 120 proof. Uh, yeah, so... Uh, If if the question was about where Edmund might play, shortstop second base. He's a utility infielder. I think he'd be able to hold his own at third if he had to. Uh, Delvin Perez, player comps. Last week, I did my write-up of Delvin Perez, and I'm really proud of it over at Birds on the Black. You all should go back. You should read it. And what I'm telling you right now with Delvin is we're not going – he gets a fresh start this year. We're not going to compare him. Uh, When he starts on day one, whether it be in a short season or a full season, and it'll most definitely be a short season, that's his day one. We're starting over. We're not going to do comps. We're not going to get excited about how great he was in 2016. We're not going to get down about how bad he was in 2017. He starts over in 2018. Uh, uh, Delvin President and Ahmed Rosario. I know Colin wrote that. I liked what he was saying there. He was just trying to tell you that early problems don't necessarily mean long-gain problems. So uh, I love that little thing. Uh, Is Delvin Perez around camp at all? He is. Delvin Perez, along with most of the minor leaguers, are already at Jupiter. Uh, Another fun thing about Jupiter and Roger Dean is it has its own special entrance for minor leaguers. I thought that was really cool. Um, Also, it separates the major leaguers from the minor leaguers, which is kind of interesting. But uh, anyways... Uh, he's down there. Nearly all of the minor leaguers are down there. I believe that the the camp starts this week, but they've all been working and doing the job. Uh, did you talk to any of the players? Uh, no, no, I mean no. I'll just say that I talked to him, but it was all BSing. It was nothing real. I wanted to interview him, but I didn't. The press pass didn't work out. So, uh, you know, we'll see. Any thoughts on Terry Fuller? Uh, can he turn it around this year? Absolutely. All of those prospects that are teenage prospects and at the lower levels can turn it around if they weren't successful. Remember, this will be Terry Fuller's first chance at a, uh, a full year of just baseball. He was a big-time football recruit. And uh, it's not even a matter of turning around. Think of it more as a matter of him getting acclimated to what it's like to be a professional and to play on a daily basis. Because uh, that, you know, that's a big thing. He'll adjust. He's a good prospect. Uh... <laughs> Oh, oh, VHS! Ah, VHS! Yeah, there we go. VHS, thank you for participating and taking a picture of me. Uh, you guys are awesome. I agree with, with, uh, with Cards Gifts. You guys are absolutely incredible. What's your take on what the White Sox are doing? So, I love what the White Sox are doing. I love the prospects that they have. You know, everyone here knows I'm a big Luis Robert fan. Uh, as a matter of fact, I was looking online today for a knockoff Luis Robert jersey uh, to purchase. Uh, they're hard to find. Um, my only problem with it is they're in a position now where they could actually be competitive in the AL with some of the free agents that are on the market, and they're not going after it. And they could also do it without impeding the progress of some of their minor leaguers, and uh, that's an issue for me. Uh, they're 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 pretty good. Uh, they're pretty good. All Express is my love. Uh, I don't know what that is. Uh, Yon Mancada or Ronald Acuna? Who has better career? There's a, ph- a philo- there's a philosophical thing here, right? There's a philosophical battle that goes on here with Acuna and Makata. Uh, say, if we were doing, if you asked me that question a year ago, it would be uh, Yon without a doubt. This year, people would say Acuna. I'm not off uh, the Yeon uh bandwagon. I love that kid. I think he's incredible, and I love the fact that he's going to be able to stay in the infield. Uh, definitely something worth keeping an eye on. Uh, God, man, we had some amazing questions coming in hard. I love that. A little Hakuna Matata from Cardinal's Gifts. Uh, What else do we have? What else do we want to talk about? Oh, how about this? We've got kind of a small little break right now. Uh, Cardinal's Gifts made some other lock screens. We had some people ask me to do a little bit more matchmaking. Uh, Yeah, Hakuna Matata, what a wonderful phrase. All right, so what we'll do uh, is we had a couple other people ask us to do some matchmaking for them. And uh, what we did is uh, we'll start with my friend, Colin Gardner, who's also helping with the Top 30 Prospects list, uh, what we're calling the Dirty 30 over at Birds on the Black. Um, We gave Colin Dakota Hudson, and the reason we did that is because Colin's favorite prospect is Dakota Hudson. He's got to talk to Dakota, he's got to interview Dakota, Um, they'll be over soon enough. Uh, So Colin gets that. Uh, Jared Dottie asked for someone, and I gave him Edmundo Sosa. Uh, it seemed like when Jared was, when I looked over his profile, he liked that scrappy person. He liked Greg Garcia. Uh, the most alike that they have, we have of that in the organization is Edmundo Sosa. We call him Mooner. Uh, and then, Hex, we're going to give Austin Gomber. Uh, that's, that's a shout-out to the great Austin Gomber, and it's also a shout-out to our buddy STL Cup of Joe. Uh, his nickname is STL uh, Cup of Joe's guy. Austin Gomber. And that brings us to our last person, my man, VHS, who I absolutely love. Uh, One of my favorite Twitter follows. uh, Incredible dude. Uh, I promised him that I would find the most dark horse prospect that I could. And the first... There's one name that comes to my mind. It's a gentleman named Zach Prendergast. The story with Zach Prendergast is he wasn't drafted. He's out of Seton Hall. He throws in the low 90s. He's got some interesting breaking stuff. Um... I really like Zach Prendergast. He's 22. He dominated Johnson City, so that doesn't really mean anything. Keep that in mind. He's too old for that level. Um, But I could see him having a Michael O'Reilly-type breakout with the Cardinals in 2018 uh, that O'Reilly had with the Cardinals in 2017. So there you go, uh, VHS. You get Zach Prendergast, the darkest of horses, although he's a white fella. I want to make that as abundantly clear as possible. Uh, That doesn't matter at all. I'm trying to be funny, and that was terrible. God, it wasn't even funny at all. Somebody... I'm just the worst. Uh, Where's Bryce Denton going to be this year? Bryce Denton will start in Peoria, and that's an interesting thing too. Hold on. Water. I'm getting water. I apologize. So, uh, the Peoria outfielder is going to be interesting because Wadier Infante is going to be there more than likely. Uh, Chase Pender will be there more than likely. Scott Hurst will be there. Bryce Denton. There's a chance Nick Plummer starts back there. So, there's going to be some fighting going on for uh, playing time in Peoria, but I would imagine that Um, Mr. Denton starts back in Peoria. Uh, thank you. I was, uh, here, I, since I had water, um, uh, uh, you get bourbon now to follow it up. Uh, you're only drinking water. No, no, I'm not only drinking water. I would never only drink water. I would never betray the trust that we've created in this, this video relationship by doing that besides link getting in, who do you think getting into the hall of fame? You know, my guess is, uh, my guess is Vince Kuhlman. I think that there's going to be, it's either, I mean, really, what is it? It's Vince Kuhlman, Scott Rowland, and, uh, uh, Keith Hernandez, one of those three. And I think that Scott Rowland's aided by the fact that a lot of people who use technology are, uh, are going to, are going to, uh, are going to vote for him, uh, so my guess is that it's going to be rolling. Somebody just asked, what disappointed you? What disappoint me about, or what was I disappointed in about Jupiter? Uh, you know, honestly, it's tough to say. It was a great trip. It was awesome. The weather was good. The people were awesome. Uh, actually, funny stuff. I, you know, I was filming a lot, and I was posting it on Twitter because I wanted people to see the game from a different angle. And I was sitting there with my brother and his girlfriend, and he and I were talking about prospects. And on Sunday... I had about everyone in my area was asking me about all the kids, and that was a really cool thing. Um, also, real fast, the coolest thing that happened to me down there is uh, a gentleman whose Twitter handle is Merce. His real name is Todd uh, uh, Bono, I think. I apologize. He came up to me, introduced himself, said he recognized me. That was a really cool thing. There were The only disappointment I have is that there's only one good coffee house in Jupiter, and it's, it's a great place. It's called Crux Coffee Roasters, but I'm a big coffee house guy. And uh, that's the only place. Uh, how did, how does Jim Rice make the Hall of Fame at Edmonds roll and get zero votes? Get zero love? I agree. It just goes to show you that uh, it's about place and time. It's about getting a chance later on. Uh, Scott or, uh, uh, it, Jim Edmonds is a big one for me, man. Jim Edmonds is a Hall of Famer. I don't get how that doesn't happen. Uh, I think I was gifted with the best wallpaper forever cards card you might have been. Uh, what prospect disappointed you in Jupiter? Well, I guess Jordan Hicks, because I didn't get to see him, and I should have been able to see him. Dakota Hudson looked good, but he struggled, fell behind batters. Um, you could tell he was he was trying to aim. Uh, Andrew Kisner's been great, but he struggled a little bit while I was there. Had a really terrible at-bat. I haven't seen him take a bad at-bat at bat like that since he was sick in May. Uh, did you see Michaelis pitch? I did not see Miles Michaelis pitch. Uh, I would have definitely have liked to have seen him pitch. Uh, uh, that's another interesting thing we'll have to get to here. Graham asks on Twitter: Is Flaherty one of the top three pitching prospects the Cardinals have had since Bueno was in the farm? Uh, my gut reaction is to say yes, but he's not. So you figure Shelby Miller, uh, Carlos Martinez, and Alex Reyes. He might be in the top five. I heard Hicks has trouble getting places on time. That's the rumor. Uh, that's definitely the definitely the rumor that's going around. That poor guy. Uh, he's fine, man. He co- he's he's fine. He comes from a good family. Uh, Only good. He'll get his stuff together. What is Flaherty's ceiling? Uh, You'll have to stick around to Birds on the Black and the uh, the Dirty Thirty here in a little bit. I'll give you a little bit more of an update on that. But uh, uh, somebody asked again, did I see Miles Michaelis? I did not. Uh, Flaherty's ceiling is that of like a two. Uh, uh, He's a control first pitcher. Tunnels well. Throws multiple pitches. Man, you're talking about. Uh, like Geo, a right-handed version of Geo Gonzalez. Think about something like that. So, uh, Forever Cards, I like Darian Gonzalez. I've been really impressed with Darian. I hope they keep him in the bullpen. He's been a minor league starter for the majority of his career. Uh, where will Edmund play this year? He'll start at Springfield and anything could happen from there. Uh, Gould seemed to like mayors. Does he have a relief option? Is anything decent? until Mayors comes up and pitches well at the major league level we have to we have to like take Mayors out of our mind that's it's not going to do us any good but with Mayors, it's the same thing he throws three pitches he's been successful everywhere every time he's ever pitched just something doesn't translate when he comes up to the major league level uh, head headcase he might be i don't know was once discussed wayno uh, uh we once discussed a wayno loch mix for Flaherty. that's good i uh, think something like that yeah most underrated player uh, I don't know what that meant. Uh, who are the eight guys you don't pick for the bullpen? You pick for the bullpen. Oh, sorry. Uh, let's see. The eight guys I would pick. Um, no the, the eight guys I would pick are different than the eight guys the Cardinals would pick. Would you rather have the eight guys that I pick, or would you rather have the eight guys the Cardinals would pick are going to pick? Uh, just like the Cabbage Patch guy beat up by the sister. Tom, I'm not sure exactly what's going on there. I love it. I feel sorry for whoever gets beat up. Um, oh, both. So here's the thing is I have enough trouble concentrating on this as it is. Uh, Will Kisner start in Memphis this year and how long until he sees the majors? With Kisner it all come down to opportunities, I think that he starts at Memphis. Uh, But keep in mind that the Cardinals just signed two minor league catchers in Barron and Pena. Uh, Maybe they start him back at Springfield. They're trying to be ultra cautious with him. Uh, Has Mujica pitched? I don't think Mujica Mujica has pitched. Kyle, go check out Flaherty's GF. Uh, Me and Gifts beg you. I did. And bravo, sir. Bravo, sir. Uh, That's your description. I don't know what that said. Uh, What do you think of Mike Oxlong? I don't know who that is. Mike Oxlong. Uh, Do we trade Carson Kelly to the Blue Jays at deadline? I think Carson Kelly is very much on the table. I can't confirm that. Uh, I think the Cardinals would trade any of their guys in the right deal. But I think that they'd be reluctant to trade both Kisner and Kelly. I know Kisner's made a great impression on the coaching staff. uh, And that that might go a long way. Uh, Mojika didn't get a major league invite. No, well, oh, he didn't get a major league invite? I know he got a minor league contract, but I thought he got an invite to major league camp. Uh, let's see. Uh, will we see Mike Hung this year? Uh, all the guys from my fantasy league are starting to chime in. Exciting. Uh, who else saw Derek Gould make fun of Pro Scout Gary on STL today? I didn't see that. I didn't get a chance to read D. Gould's, uh, chat. Uh, 2018 bullpen. Gregerson, Leon, Bowman, Brebbia, Tui, Lyons, uh, Cecil, and Bud Norris. You got you forgot about Bud Norris. He'll be in there. They paid for Bud Norris. He'll be in there. Uh, who I would put in there? You know, I'd probably put in those eight, to be honest. Uh, it, I we, We're doing a, a roundtable through the United Cardinal bloggers. Yeah, I've got people with the bend over and Mike Cox. And The funny thing is, all you have to do is say the word bend over or my cock, and I will say it. You don't have to get clever with it. I'm not going to do any slurs or anything, but I'll talk about my, my my cunt. I'll talk about all of that stuff. You guys don't have to worry about that. Uh, Nud Boris. Yeah, yeah that's right. Uh, that's right, VHS. We're going to get a little Nud Boris. Uh, is Cecil even going to be ready? It's a good question. Keep in mind that we're not even at the halfway mark of spring training, man. Friday or Saturday, one of those two days, represent the halfway park in spring training. And that's when we can start getting a little bit more concerned about Carpenter and Norris and Cecil and all those guys. But uh, to me, they're off on Monday. But to me, that game after that Tuesday is really the game where you want to see Carp in. You want to see Norris healthy. You want to see Cecil pitching. Uh, there's a, I guess there's a chance Flaherty could be the fifth starter. I know they're stretching him out. But don't forget about how great Luke Weaver's been. And if one of the guys are going to go down, it's going to be Luke Weaver. It won't be Michaelis or Wayno. So don't forget about that. Uh, favorite year slash brand of baseball cards. You know, it's been years since I got into baseball cards. You know, I was always a big fan of the Bowman because they had the rookie cards when I was a kid. Uh, there was, I think it was Tops. When I was in, I'm 32 years old. I'll be 32 in August. Uh, when I was a kid, Tops had these can cards. Right? It was just a can, and when you opened up the can, it was like a reel of film. And when you opened up the can, there was like a uh, one card in it, and it was uh, like, uh, you know, depending on where you moved, it would move with you. And those were really awesome. I don't know if anyone remembers those, but there was a Barry Bonds one and a Tony Gwynn. I think there was a Dante Bichette or an Andre Scalaraga. Those were my favorite. Those were incredible. Uh, should we draft? Uh, you'd be there, blah, blah, blah. Talk about Connor Jones. I haven't heard much about him lately. I don't have a lot to say about Connor Jones. He's a Virginia prospect who's starting to learn how to pitch uh, without the influence of the University of Virginia bringing him down. Um, you know, he he's a, throws a heavy fastball. All of his stuff has synced to it. Uh, he's incorporating a, a curveball that's getting better. Uh, his changeup's pretty solid. He's just kind of a guy. Uh, he At the end of the year, last year, things started to click for him, and maybe we'll get more out of him come 2018. But again, there's a lot of pictures in between him and the major leagues that I personally am way more excited about. Uh, and I think you should be too. Or be excited about whoever you want. Uh, Connor Jones is a big body person. If there's a guy in the minor leagues who's most likely to fill out the Seth Manis role, it's Connor Jones. Uh, you don't sound enthusiastic about him. I'm not a big Connor Jones fan. I, you know, I don't like Virginia pitchers. I, I've look it up, Google search it, but Virginia ruins pitchers. The University of Virginia ruins pitchers. Uh, I used to watch Gaetti Slam from '96. Uh, oh, I just watched the Gaetti Slam. I'm ready for the season to start. Yeah. Absolutely, uh, you could get lost on YouTube with some amazing clips. How did Connor Green look? Connor Green looked good. The problem with Connor Green is that he slows down his arm a little bit when he throws his curveball, and uh, he's out of control a little bit too. I know that his ERA is high, but I don't think the ERA is indicative of how well he pitched. I'm impressed with Connor Green. I know this of all of the pitchers that I was in the stands for, and I watched you know twenty something innings of baseball. Um, Connor Green was the only one of the pitchers who got oohs and ahs. That's impressive. Uh, Playing Kisner at 1B must be making a good impression. Kisner is making an amazing impression on the Major League staff. They love him. Uh, Rick Horton's so pissed right now. Good. Rick Horton should be pissed right now. He should be pissed all the time. And hopefully it gets... Uh, the testosterone and the endorphins in his body pumping, and he says good things instead of dumb things. Let me know when you start your draft stuff. Uh, look at Sean. I will look at all the kids from Kentucky without a doubt. Tell us a little bit about Leon. I uh, haven't been able to see him pitch yet YouTube or Wheels Manager Corner. Uh, Green is filthy. Connor Green is filthy. Uh, Dominic Leon, I will ask you one more time to go to Birds on the Black. A little while back, the STO Cup of Joe wrote an article about Dominic Leon and it was dead on. I know this. I know when he dials up a fastball high, as we've seen so far this spring, hitters don't have a chance of hitting it, and it's only coming in about 96. He's deceptive, and the ball gets on him quick. It explodes out of his hand, and it's alive. Uh, It's not like two-seam Lance McCullers live, but it's pretty live. Uh, Did the Cardinals sign Matt Holliday to do some broadcasting? I would love that. Whatever gets Horton and Roboski out of the booth. Hold on. Mm. I am filthy. I'm a filthy boy. Need to check uh, out GaryGuydy.com. It's like the Space Jam webpage. It's amazing. I'm going there right now. Thanks, VHS. Uh, Colby Rasmus is a person who looks like an Amish fellow. Uh, Waka and Maddox are going to be fired together. I agree. that We talked about that last week. I'm a big fan of that. Uh, my boy Niehaus here says, do you make eye contact with Okendo? I tried, brother. I tried staring him up and down. Uh, I've got a really great picture of Okendo and Willie and uh, Oliver Marmol kind of with their backs to me, and I, I just wanted to watch them make out a little bit. I'm not going to lie. I love baseball, and uh, all I can think of is, man, these guys have probably made out before. I'm, I'm lying. I don't. I just thought this is the coolest fucking thing I've ever seen in my entire life. How awesome is this that I'm four feet away from these cardinal legends? Uh, uh, sorry, I'm Google searching GaryGaetti.com. This is great. (laughs) Thank you, VHS. Uh, Any cats or dogs? Uh, Don't know what we're talking about. So awesome to see Okendo back at third base. So there was this really awesome moment in Sunday's game where there was a ball hit to third base and uh, the the Astros players were warming up. The pitchers were warming up. So that means they have to have somebody just like in a, a little league game back them up like a catcher goes with his glove or a first baseman or whatever. And Okendo was over there and the ball got hit at Okendo and he got out of the way and then he went and grabbed the glove uh, from the Astros player who was backing up the pitcher and it got a big standing ovation. Everyone loved that. That's the kind of, you know, other than being able to tell professional athletes that they're being divas and doing stuff wrong, that's the other thing that Okendo brings. You know, there's no way Maloney would have done that. There's no way that my boy, the human candle wax Mike Schilt would have done that. Uh, he's just—he carries that with him, man. Yeah, he carries that swagger. It's natural. Card's best hitting prospect of the last seven years, excluding Tavares. Well, that's tough, right? Because if you're talking about prospect, truth be told, it's Magnus Sierra. And just think about that. Think about how that all planned out. Uh, but if you're talking about talent-wise, uh, Tommy Pham. Think about that. Think about how crazy that is. Uh, production, and all that stuff. Piscotty's a good guess. Grichik's a good guess. Uh, uh, Colton Wong is a good guess. You know, I, I guess he falls right in there. Although he came before Tavares, um, you know, I, there's a, there's a lot of really interesting. They haven't had a lot. They've been able to produce pitching. Tyler O'Neill, that's a good guess. Uh, to my boy uh, Johnny G24, who said Tyler O'Neill, that's a great guess. Uh, Let's see. Also from STL. Hello. Hey, I love my people from STL. Welcome to our uh, our little show. Again, Craig predates uh, Jag. I'd make the argument that position player-wise, Carson Kelly's up there. Um, I think there's a chance Andrew Kisner might be up there. I know a lot of people are still high on Harrison Bader. uh, But it's kind of been a cluster, and there hasn't been one. It would be Luis Robert if they would have signed him. Uh, is this a make-or-break season for Colton Wong? I think last year was a make-or-break season for Colton Wong, and I think he excelled. And I think he gets a little bit of leeway this year, and I expect it to be similar to last year, but just a tick better. Um, well, yeah, Rasmus, but Rasmus—that was longer than seven years ago at this point. Remember, he—he was—he came up in 09. Uh I did say the last seven years, so Rasmus, Craig, Carp. All count, but they were prospects before then, right? Because they were making an impact in the 2011 World Series. Seven years, 2011 would be that year. Um, watch Connor Jones in Springfield, and Kisner made fun of his warm-up. He does a weird towel snap. That's something that a lot of the pitchers are doing uh, now. Believe it or not, it's part of uh, the the like the plyometrics coming from driveline. Uh, it's kind of interesting, but uh, yeah, he. Uh, I'll tell you what you saw the best of Connor Jones because he pitched better in Springfield than he did at Palm Beach. Uh, how much do you value left-handed pitching over right-handed pitching? I do not. Uh, to me, you put your best, other than like one obligatory loogie, you put your best pitchers out there. I don't care if they're left-handed or right-handed. Um, I will say that I think there's value to having a lefty, but you know, I guess my question is, what's what would you rather have? Would you rather have one lefty? in uh, Tim Cooney, or would you rather have all five righties and Jake Arrieta being replacing that, or Jack Flaherty? You know, I, I'm i not the kind of person who subscribes to you have to have uh, a lefty. It just it doesn't mean anything to me. I, I, at least in the rotation. I, I think there's value to having a lefty in the bullpen, and I think there's value to having two lefties in the bullpen. I don't think there's any value to having four lefties in the bullpen, which is something that we saw last year. Think about that. Think about how crazy that is. Cardinals, man, they do weird stuff. Forever mm. Cardinal says he wants AJ Puck in his rotation. There's a chance that he breaks the big uh, spring training with the big league club. It probably won't happen uh, because the A's will be spendthrifts. But um, I would love to see AJ Puck in the majors. What happened to Cooney? Cooney got hurt and he couldn't recover. Uh, I want Alec Hanson in my rotation. That's got to be from Graham. Uh, me too. Drive line change pitching for the better. Uh, it changed pitching. Mostly for the better. Not like drastically for the better. Ooh, thoughts on Matt Olsen. Uh, Fangraphs wrote an article a little while back talking about Matt Olsen as a potential big breakout offensively. I know the big power is in there. I know that his swing change really, really helped him. Um, I'm a fan of, of, of Matt Olsen. Going back to driveline for a second. Driveline is still super interesting. Um, uh, uh, they've done some really interesting things and they're, they're progressing and pushing things. What do you think about John Gant? John Gantt... John Gantt... Is a cool dude. Uh, he's got this really badass glove, too. It's it's like Memphis red on the back and then Memphis blue on the inside. Uh, again, another guy who's going to be competing for innings at AAA. High upside, high school kid, or low floor ceiling. Uh, it just depends on the player. Yeah, if I'd rather have a high upside, uh, it depends on what the organization looks like. It depends on who the player is. Uh, uh, yeah, Lincecum trained at driveline. A lot of pitchers have. Um uh Gast, the left-handed pitcher from a few years Oh uh John Gast, wow. Um I liked Gast a lot, and he kind of fell off the uh the world. Uh Buffalo Trace tonight, someone asked no, sir. Uh we are drinking um Knob Creek single barrel tonight. Knob Creek single barrel. Again, have a, have a drink. Mm. God, this stuff is good. Uh let's see. Uh man, we've had some questions. Uh, yeah. RIP John Gast. Uh, I always like, John Gast is like the John Gall. Who is John Gall? Who is John Gast? Uh, I'm going to spring training next week. Best place to eat down there. Oh man, there's so many. So there's this really cool place on the coast called Sinclair's and you get the beach view and you, they have good food. There's beautiful women everywhere. Uh, I'm sure there's attractive fellas too, if that's your thing. Um, uh, Sinclair's was awesome. We went to a place called the meat market, uh, Go ahead, bring your meat market jokes, but uh, that's one of the best steakhouses I've ever been to in my life. Um, There were a couple dive bars that were really solid, uh, a couple really high uh, scale bars. We went to Guanabana's because the morning after, which is a local program, uh, Tim McKernan's always talking about that place that sponsors the show. That's a really cool atmosphere. It was kind of dead when we were there, but uh, that's a really cool space. Um, uh, Square Grouper, hold on. So wait, so you guys went to Square Grouper? No no kidding. That is incredible. We went to Square Grouper too. It was banging at Square Grouper. There were, I mean, the <laughs> it was banging. That was a really great place. Go to Square Grouper. Uh, big meat market guy. I love a good meat market. Uh, did you start looking into ways to move there? I know I did. Yeah, Adam Butler, thanks again for the Crux Coffee recommendation. Adam, I don't want to be home. I've got to go to work tomorrow. Uh, I... I am not looking forward to it. I love my full-time job, but the idea of going to work tomorrow is like the the worst thing that's ever happened to me. Uh, yeah, believe it or not, I did. I, I started like, well, so the other thing is when I first got down there, because I work in construction and we do a lot of concrete, uh, the, one of the workers there, we were talking and they go, oh, now we got all kinds of construction jobs. You could come down. And I thought, all right, I'm just going to live here. I'm going to live right outside of Roger Dean in a tent. Uh, Tommy Pham is not a very nice guy. Uh, met him in Nashville. You know, some people have horror stories about Tommy Pham. I, I hate to hear it, because I love Tommy Pham. Uh, and he definitely, definitely, definitely didn't have a good look uh, this week. Bad week for Tommy Pham. But I get what he's saying, and that's his edge, that's his personality, and that's why he's successful right now, so I'm not going to hold it against him. Uh, somebody says, yo, you shut your mouth. Uh, he, he's edgy, right? That's his thing. Uh, by the way, if this Johnny G twenty four ends up being John Gast, I apologize for saying the R I P. Um, yeah, you know that's Tommy's thing. He's edgy and he's a competitor and he's betting on himself. So you can't like you can't hold it against him. He's just got to be smart sometime. Uh, Tommy is betting on himself for good. Yeah, is Tommy the next Colby Rasmus? No, Tommy's already better than Colby Rasmus ever was, just in one year. Tommy Pham is a hard ass. That's why he's good. I agree. I think we're all on board there. I think the one thing about Tommy is in one year, he's managed to create this pad for himself that if he says something like that, we're all like, that's Tommy. That's what's best for him. Too many young outfielders to pay him long term. I agree. Uh, what was Fam's offer? No one knows. There's been a couple things reported, but nothing for sure. If Tommy Fam keeps putting up 2017 numbers, he's going to play Mo out of town. I think that there's a chance. Yeah, God, VHS, I don't even know what to think about that, to be honest. I was thinking about the Tommy Fam situation this morning. And what what gets me about the Tommy Fam situation is he. the Cardinals will have to trade him. They're going to have to trade him because he's going to speak up and he's going to make them look bad. So... If they struggle this year, I would think that Tommy Pham would be a big target from any team. And I wouldn't be surprised if they moved him because of the the problems that they create for this ultra-conservative uh, organization. Uh, pay respect to the man, uh, Jordan Swaggerty. Jordan Swaggerty was one of my favorite prospects of all time. And if it wouldn't have been for his UCL, we never... Oh, God, Jordan Swaggerty was one of my favorites. What a beast. Uh, what if we lose FAM and Ozuna? Well, you know, if they lose FAM and Ozuna in two years, then there's still prospects there. And if they lose FAM and Ozuna this year to injury, there's still prospects there that I would love to see. Uh, I don't know if it would go as well, um, but uh, I, w- I would love to see it. Uh, VHS, why are you crying, Bo? Uh, Seth Blair, James Ramsey. Uh, 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 yeah, I I never had much faith in Seth Blair or James Ramsey, but I love Jordan Swaggerty absolutely. Uh, Michaelis, greatest of all time. Looks like Moe's algorithm is going by a different uh, Twitter or a different handle here. Fam is under control for four more seasons. You're right, and that control is something that they love. But I wouldn't be surprised if because of the I wouldn't be surprised if something weird happens down there. O'Neal will split into two ball players to cover for Fam and Ozuna. That's right, you could split that guy in half and he'd still be at least two normal sized people. Uh, not sure what Fam is holding out for. Is it too early to say I want Ozuna long-term? No, no. There's no reason to not want Ozuna long-term. He's a beast. He's a, mo- he's a monster. He's built that way. And I'll tell you what, you see it at the plate, man. When he makes contact, they're hard-line drives. He's everything we all wanted Randall Gritchick to be. We- he was everything that we were told Randall Gritchick would be. Uh, looking at current status of STL outfielders, will Jag ever realistically be an everyday starter? No, not realistically. It could happen, but it's not a realistic option. Ooh, O'Neal equals Paul Bunyan. Uh, sure, I love it. Watch him tra- tra- chop down some stuff and ride an ox or whatever. Pam uh, will not be a Cardinal in 2020. Uh, that could very well happen. Disappointed we didn't get to Schrock. Um, after this year's free agency, do players want to sign early more? We'll see. That qualifying offer thing could be really interesting next year. So Max Schrock, remember that Max Schrock was uh, nursing an oblique injury, but I did get to see him the other day on the backfields. That was Friday. He wasn't on the backfields on Sunday. Um, and he looked good. He was doing his thing, but it does alarm me, uh, that he was on the backfields and then wasn't there the next couple days. And, uh, we haven't heard anything from him. Ooh, RIP Sean Boyd. And n- Just b- be here listing off former Cardinal draft picks that just didn't, uh, didn't pan out. Uh, uh, Lampert. Uh, what the f- hell is his first name? Uh, that was one of the worst ever. Um... Adolis Garcia is Jag. We call him Jag. He's the most impressive hitter I've ever seen in person. Okay, good for you. Uh, uh, dude is built. He definitely is. Does Schrock only play second? Right now, Schrock only plays second. The Cardinals have said that they're going to play him at third a little bit. They're going to play him at first a little bit. Well, not first. They're going to play him at third. He might get some time at short. He's going to be out in the outfield. Chris Lambert. Yeah, whatever the hell that guy's. What a terrible, terrible, terrible thing that turned out to be. Oh, God. Incredible. Of uh, it... The Cardinals are going to try to move Shock around. It's not going to do any good. A moment of silence for Charlie Tilson's body. Uh, I checked earlier today, and Charlie Tilson is actually playing for the White Sox now. Apparently he's healthy, and he's hitting like, he's hitting like 180, but his on-base percentage is like 350. He's doing what he always does. Drink. Uh, uh, feelings towards thoughts of moving to young to third to bring in a better defensive shortstop. As long as that better defensive shortstop drastically alters uh, how good the team is, I'm on board with it. But you know, I wouldn't. Jose Iglesias is a great defensive shortstop. I wouldn't bring in Iglesias to move De Young. That doesn't make the team that much better. I don't. I don't care what defensive WAR tells you. I don't believe that. I, uh, you know, especially if you got to move Jerko. I want a complete team and. As much as I would like to have, like, if you're bringing Andrew Elton Simmons in, yeah, sure, move De Young. If you're bringing in Machado or Donald, you know, uh, Machado, bring him in. Donaldson's going to play third, so that's not an issue. But it would have to be an elite talent. And again, let's see what happens with Paul De young I like the contract extension. I think it was a good move. I don't think there's any any downturn to it. I don't think I don't even think it's like, it's not even low risk. If you have to eat all the $26 million of that contract over the next six years, then oh well. You know, it's not even bad. Um uh, Moe's algorithm. Ask Kyle. Thoughts on Cy Michaelis? Um, I, you know how I feel, Moe's. I don't give a shit. Uh, we are one week away from the halfway point, and once we get to the halfway point and things start going down downhill, uh, then we'll readjust. Any uh, any idea on who pitches? Uh, I missed it. I remember being excited about a guy named uh, Rhett Parrott. Oh my God, Rhett Parrott! Jesus, good for you. I'm drink to that man. Uh, Machado short shortstop. Worries me because of his knee stuff. Yeah, maybe, maybe we'll see how it goes this year. At least we'll have a little bit of a template for a couple months, at the very least, to see how he is at short. I'm not counting out Paul DeYoung as a good defensive shortstop, uh, eventually. Uh, you know, average. Average to above. I I love Paul DeYoung. I think he's smart. I think he's going to be able to handle his own. This isn't like a ledme's Diaz situation. He's better than that. Uh, Kyle, did you play college ball? I did not play college ball. I, 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 I like... Practiced. I didn't even play with uh, Forest Park Community College here in St. Louis, and I did a little bit with Webster for a minute, uh, but I wasn't good enough. Uh, I had total reconstruction of my rotator cuff when I was 15 years old, um, left-handed, and uh, I tried—yeah, there we go. There we go. That's a good one, Todd Deason. Well done. Todd Deason got a great picture of me squinting. Um, and I. it was never going to happen for me. I was always too tentative as a hitter. Uh, favorite Ray Lankford memory? So the other thing about Ray Langford is my love for for Ray Ray isn't just about him as the player; it's about him as the person. And my dad used to be an usher in the left field bleachers when I was a kid, and his wife, his old his ex wife, Yolanda Langford, uh, used to hang on the bleachers with Old Man Reese and the, the regulars, and it was awesome. And Ray Langford used to come every once in a while and say hi to everyone. My my own personal memories, it would be that. Um, yeah, I, I guess my first thought is thinking about the year he went to the All Star game. I thought that that was awesome. He and Royce Clayton as part of an All Star tandem. Uh, I like that he seemed to be at odds with Mark McGuire and Tony La Russa, and I love both of those guys. It just he seemed like a fiery competitor who was also quiet at the same time. A really interesting guy. What prospect has proven you wrong about them the most? Ah, uh, Harrison Bader. I never thought in a million years Harrison Bader would ever be able to play center field. He was not a center fielder uh, in college. He was a terrible center fielder when he was out there. And he's turned himself into a real center fielder. I still don't think he's anything more than a fourth outfielder. Uh, but he's a hard worker. And he might end up being a major league regular at some point, And that blows my mind. Because never in a million years did I think that that was going to happen. I was also hedging my bets, too, because he seems so much like James Ramsey that I just assumed he was going to be James Ramsey. And he's better than James Ramsey. Uh, Who else proved me wrong? I was big on Matt Adams. I would say he proved me wrong in the wrong way. I thought Matt Adams would be an everyday regular at the Major League level, and he wasn't. Uh, Bader has a hot girlfriend and sister. That's true. We looked at that last week. Very well done, Patrick B. Uh, It blows my mind that Young never played shortstop in college. Incredible, right? Um, Let me tell you what should blow your mind about Young even more. The Cardinals called up Paul DeYoung. This is my favorite thing. And we get so caught up in the second baseman thing. The Cardinals call up Paul DeYoung, right? And he plays second base immediately upon entering the major league level. No one knows anything. Oh, you can play second base. He's good stuff. DeYoung hadn't played second base in two years. He hadn't played second base in two years. Not in Arizona, not in the minors, not in college. How crazy is that? This is a former catcher who plays a a good third base uh, and now is learning how to play shortstop in a year. Aaron Rowan put it better than anyone when it came to Paul DeYoung. The minute that he put him at shortstop in the Arizona Fall League, he said, this guy can play. Uh, And he can. He can. He's different. Uh, I miss Oledmiz Diaz. Oledmiz Diaz would be a great option off the bench. Uh, Again, but the issue with the Cardinals is that they don't have a left-handed hitting option off of the bench. And that's why Greg Garcia will be with the Cardinals until a better option presents itself. And Greg Garcia is underrated. We talked about that. It's just that he doesn't have much pop. I love how Mejia... Hit his first career home run before DeYoung, though. That is great. That was a great moment for Alex Mejia in Washington. That's one of my favorite moments of the 2017 season. Do you guys remember when we had Mark Ellis on the team? Who Stubby Clap, uh, the net, I missed it. He, Stubby Clap might be a good man. Uh, uh yeah, we'll see. Shelly Duncan also said DeYoung stood out a ton in the fall. He did. I'm telling you. You saw it with Paul DeYoung in Springfield. You saw it at, with Paul DeYoung in 2016 after being drafted. He's something different, man. Uh, dude, if only Mejia could hit. So the other willing really interest... Hold on. Are we going to regret letting Moose go if Carpenter goes south? No, we're not. I'm just... I'm not a Mike Moustakis guy. Uh, I'm just not a Mike Moustakis guy. The other thing that's really interesting about what happens on the backfield, right? Uh, Yairo is an MLB ready, is he? I don't believe Yairo Munoz is um, Major League ready. I... They are gonna. They'd end up using him in the stupid utility role, and he's going to get time out in the outfield, and I don't want him to get any time out in the outfield. Have him hone at third base. Have him hone it short. Send him down to the minors. Let him get the rest that he needs. Let him get the practice that he needs. Uh, I just, I hate the idea of putting him in center. I hate the idea of him being in right. Um, wait, is Tara in here? Oh, we love Tara. By the way, since Tara has joined Birds on the Black, she hasn't been present very often. Now, that, that amazing and talented Tara Wellman. Uh she covered the Olympics. I'll tell you what that's one of the most talented people on Twitter in all of the Cardinals universe and what she's brought out in cards cards has been incredible he's he's zoned in he's found some amazing things he wants to talk about and uh uh anyways that's we're going we're going way off uh uh let's see let him get Jenny Craig Oh, hey Tara hi Tara um. What were we talking about? Oh, so like on the backfields, what's really cool is the guys, you know, they take batting practice and everything is about, all right, today they're going to the opposite field. So Alex Mejia uh, was taking everything to right field. He was popping some up in the cage in the backfields, everything to right field. Well, he came in and pinched hit that game and he was trying to push everything to the right field, even on the inside pitches. And that's why you can't invest any money into what's any money or any thought or any time or any energy into what's going on in spring training, because these guys have plans from the beginning of the morning, throughout the day, throughout the games. And it doesn't tell you exactly what uh, what's going on. Um, you know, it, it, it sways stats. You know, Patrick Wisdom did the same thing. On Friday when I was down at spring training, Patrick Wisdom was pushing everything to right field. And he came up in that game and he couldn't decide what to do up at the plate. He got a couple hits that game. Uh, and then on, on Sunday, it was the reverse. Sunday, it was pull day. Sunday, Patrick Wisdom was pulling everything. And uh, it was a beautiful, beautiful thing. And uh, it it translated in the game. Notice how all of these experiments happen uh, uh, once Okendo left. Uh, without thinking about it, I can't comment on that. Alex Mejia is amazing defensively. He is. Uh, they also have another kid down at the minor leagues named Wilfredo Tobar, who is also amazing defensively and plays the same positions as Mejia does. They've got kind of a cluster of players that kind of all play the same thing. Makes it really interesting. Uh, so who are the Cardinals drafting, Kyle? I'm not even remotely there. Uh, I'll tell you this. I can't say it enough. If Seth Beer is available at 19th overall, right now every mock draft said he will be, uh, and the Cardinals don't draft him, they're making a mistake. That That's the exact player that the Cardinals need in their organization. The exact player. And if it means they've got to reach for him, then they have to reach for him. Uh, Tristan Pompey is an interesting kid. uh. uh there's a, there's a lot of really interesting kids. I haven't dug in as deep as, as I would have liked. I apologize for that. Again, once we get through with the top 30, we're going to start doing deep dives into the, the draft, I promise. Uh, that's right. Can you, Seth Beer is a great marketing tool. Man, he, not only is he talented, not only does he have legitimate power, uh, but he's the kind of guy who. Can you, can you imagine the beer sales at Bush Stadium? If Seth Beer makes it to the Majors, uh, somebody asks, who is Seth Beer? He's a Clemson first baseman that you need to acquaint yourself with because he's he's incredible. Beth Seer, I like it. Uh, will Kramer Robertson get a haircut? Still disappointed by John Gant's haircut. I've, that was the one disappointment. He's got this beautiful glove, uh, but John Gant's hair, it's meant to be flowing and Tarzan-esque, and it's heartbreaking that it's not. Uh, I'm draft eligible. I'll take you with the, my 11th round pick. Uh, Oh, we'll do. So that's, uh, eight, three, zero, two, six bill bill. Yeah. Get yourself acquainted with Seth beer, uh, drink a beer while getting acquainted with Seth beer. That'll be a new podcast. We'll do it. We'll do it every Saturday. I'll, I'll rattle off Seth beer stats for the week and we'll drink, uh, the worst haircut of all time. Thank you, Tara. Oh, I forgot Tara was here. Yeah, Tara. It's heartbreaking, right? Uh, uh, oh yeah, that's right. So every episode we've had, we've had the Bud Norris episode, the Cy Michaelis episode, the Edward Mujica episode. This is the Seth Beer episode. Oh, that's great stuff. Uh, beers with beer, I love it. Beers with beer. This one, these stuff, this stuff writes itself. Good work, guys. Uh, if Mike Leake is steady this year and Michaelis flops, do we regret the trade? No, no. Mike Leake had to go. It's terrible, and I love Mike Leake. I love that signing at the time. Uh, but the Cardinals still have so many pitching options that even if Cy Michaelis falls apart, they might be able to move him to the the pen, and that curveball could be devastating in the pen. Don't lose track of that. Uh, And the Cardinals have plenty of minor league starters that could come up and replace those innings. Guys that I really, really want to see personally. Uh, I've been really impressed. Ponce de Leon lost uh, J.D. Davis during the game on Sunday, but Ponce de Leon looked good. Um, Hudson looked sketchy, but fine. Helsley's look great. Flaherty's look great. Gomber has looked ready. I can't say it enough, man. Austin Gomber's going to make a major league impact this year. And he's going to be like a fan favorite. He's a bulldog. He's a monster. Uh, there's not, there aren't a whole lot of reasons not to like Austin Gomber. Or to think that Austin Gomber's success can't be sustainable at the major league level. Drink! Bourbon! Mm. Fantastic stuff. But that's why I don't think that they'll regret uh, letting Leak walk. And plus, there's no guarantee that Leak's going to be any good. He's been good so far, but we'll see. Uh, Tui, as a future closer. It could happen, but remember... uh, Shul, I'll get to Galen in a second. Uh, But remember that, so far, Mike Matheny has been reluctant to go to Tui in any high-leverage situations. And when he did last year, Tui kind of struggled. So I would imagine that there would be a list of options before Tui. Uh, Where does Gomber sit with this fastball? He'll top out at 94, but it's mostly the 90, 91, 92 range. Uh, But because of his motion, it plays up, and that ball moves. Uh, And it mixes in well with his slider and his curve. Uh, Tara said the curve is beautiful. It's come a long way, too. And his changeup. Fun fact, Helsley faced my high school once and got 18 strikeouts. Oh, man. That's awesome. He's a monster, man. Uh, will Mo grow a pair in Fire Mattini if he's 30 and 50? I do. I do think that is something that will happen. I think if the Cardinals are 10 games under at any point during the year, I think that you'll see Mabry go, especially if it's early, and after that it'll be a weird adjustment. Um, Gallen. Yeah, I'm heartbroken that uh, Zach Gallon isn't a part of the organization anymore. I, I still think, I could come to regret this, but of the four guys traded to Miami for uh, Marcelo Zuna, uh, Sandy Alcantara, Zach Gallon, Daniel Castano and Magnura Sierra, I still believe that Zach Gallon is the one who's going to have the best major league career. Uh, he's going to be a really solid fourth or fifth uh, starting pitcher for them for a long time, I think. Uh, Chris Carpenter for manager. That would be incredible. 18 strikeouts and lost the game. Oh god, oh my god, that poor guy. Helsley struck out 18 in a high school game and didn't get the win. Okay, but realistically, if this team doesn't do well, is it really on Matheny? It might be more on Mo. And you're right, it could very well be more on Mo. but just thinking logistically, just thinking rationally about how these things work, right? Mo is in charge. He would he cut Matheny first, and you know I'm not going to argue who is more responsible. Uh, I think Mo has provided a solid amount of talent. I think it also depends on how games are being lost, but the manager goes first. That's just how these things work, especially because John Mozellix never had to fire a manager before. I did see ah uh, I did not see Helsley pitch. I was heartbroken about that. Uh, let's see. Okendo oh, time. We'll see what happens. Mo, somebody says Mo is underrated. Mo might be underrated. I think he's finally started to get the, the respect that he deserves. Uh, DeWitt won't allow Mike Matheny to be fired. No way. We'll see. I, I, you know, I don't know what to think about that entire situation. I'm not, uh, I'm not close enough to it. Uh, did Jung Ho Gong, uh, fall off the face of the earth? Ooh. You can't say Cardinal Killer with Jung Ho Gong. Uh, that dude i don't think he i think he's stuck uh in asia i don't think they ever allowed him back since the drunk driving charge or whatever it was i don't even remember uh oh man that guy's in bad trouble that was another guy who i was all about the cardinal signing that i would have been so wrong about yeah i he's either in prison or house arrest or something like that uh either way i mean yeah he he was I, I love Jung Ho Gong. I wanted the Cardinals to sign him so bad. And I'm glad they didn't because apparently he's a trash human being. Uh, yeah, he's in prison for DUIs. I didn't know he was in prison. I I knew it was a DUI thing because there were multiples. Is Aramis Ramirez the worst Cardinal killer? It's the first one that comes to mind. Every time... Uh, let's see. In U.S. law, he wasn't that drunk. Eh. Uh, Gong struggled really bad in summer league ball. The pit. Somebody asked the pit second baseman... Um, uh, see, sexual assault. I thought sexual assault was in there somewhere too. Um, yeah. Somebody asked me if I saw Junior Fernandez uh, down in Jupiter. I did see Junior Fernandez, but it wasn't in a game. Uh, I saw him walk by me with Alvaro Sejas, and I gave him one of those hey things, and I thought this is the coolest thing I've ever been a part of in my entire life. Uh, I think Junior is the prospect on the rise. I think if there's a prospect in the minor leagues that has the jump. That Jack Flaherty had. I think the smart money's on junior. Uh, I haven't decided who I'm going to pick yet, but that's where I would go. Pedro Alvarez was a great Cardinal killer. Uh, Michael Morris in the playoffs, Cardinal killer. Yes, Carlos Beltran was a Cardinal killer. For a short period of time there, Carlos Beltran was the most dominant hitter in baseball. Uh, How crazy is that? Uh, Joey Votto kills everyone. Uh, Ryan Schultz on it. Joey Votto is as good of a hitter as you'll find. Uh, I love these Periscopes. Thanks for doing them. Hey, Forever Cards, man. I uh, I love doing them, too, man. I, I love the dialogue that we have. These are a ton of fun. Uh, Scott Van Slyke's a cardinal killer. Uh, it seems like everyone has settled on the fact that Joey Votto is a cardinal killer. Guys, this is all the bourbon I have left. It's all the bourbon I have left. That means we're at the end of our day. Uh, that means we're at the end of our little, uh, our little love fest here. We, we still... Let's see. We're at a minute seven. Um, I've got this much bourbon left, which we're going to finish off. Hey, if you have a drink... Uh, put the drink up now, and let's finish off my bourbon together. All right, Milton Bradley. I think Milton Bradley killed more than just the Cardinals, VHS. I think he murdered multiple people, and I think women, too. Uh, don't forget about the Prospects After Dark Fantasy League. Oh, Moe's. I keep forgetting about that. Uh, DM either uh, Moe's or Cardinals GIF if you want to be in our in our uh, Prospects After Dark Fantasy League, I don't know how many prospects or how many spots we have open left. Or left open, sorry, now I'm bumbling over all my words. I don't know how many spots we have open, uh, but you should definitely, definitely DM them and and become a part of it. Um, oh, Scooter Gannett, the four home run game this year, that was pretty awesome. Uh, guys, do we want to keep going? Should I make another glass? What do you think? I'll leave it completely up to you. And that's right, Kamishmoes. Verify Kyle. That'd be a cool thing. It's a terrible idea. We need a midnight periscope on the night before opening day. Holy shilt. Holy shit. We're definitely doing that. Man, I'll periscope for 12 straight hours on opening day. How does that sound? Uh, Another one. All right. So this is what we'll do. Oh, God. We're going to travel. Have drinks. We'll travel. I'm going to set this right here. I don't know how this is going to turn out. I'm sure that my computer won't do it right. All right. So, oh, my God. Oh, VHS says his glass is full. All right, VHS. If you say glass is full, then glass is full. All right, I'm getting up. Uh, what else are we talking about? What else are we talking about, folks? What else? See, this is why. Uh, oh, I'm squinting. Ha! Huh? The noon game, though. That's fine. We'll do a midnight. Uh, we'll do a midnight periscope prospects after dark, and we'll go for 12 straight hours. We'll get super hammered. And we'll get kicked out of our own living establishments by our significant others. Uh, We're traveling. Yeah, that's right. This is a very lively traveling. So this is what I'm drinking, for those who are curious. It's a Knob Creek single barrel. And uh, it's a small batch, aged for nine years. Uh, Let's see. We'll do a little pouring here. and doing a little pouring here. I'm just going to put a small taste. Uh, Oh, where's the bald guy? Here, I'll take it off. I'll take it off. Sorry, I'll end up putting it back on because, you know. I'm sure that there's children present, and they don't need to see this. Uh, Dan Buffa isn't here. Oh, I love that Dan Buffa. You know, Buffa gets kind of uh, beaten up sometimes, but I love that Dan Buffa. He got me started in this little business, and uh, I'm forever grateful for him. He's a really, really awesome dude, too. Uh, Oh, hey. Uh, Hi. I'm just going to do that. Sorry. Uh, Do you squint in the booze aisle? No, I don't squint in the booze aisle. I'm a professional drinker. I don't need to squint in a booze aisle. I know what everything is based solely on the, uh, based solely on the, uh, oh, God, oh, God, how do I get out of this? Oh, my God, oh, my God. Uh, uh, X, aha, we did it, sorry. Uh, based solely on the size of the bottle and the packaging. Uh, I'm a professional drinker. Uh, Kyle and Moe's algorithm got me going here. I love that. Please, please do. Look, the good thing about, uh, Cardinal's Twitter, hold on, uh, weightlifting, blah, 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 just joins Carbon Iron Discuss, uh, has Carpenter already discussed any concerns on your end? Uh, somebody – again, that's a great question. The uh, – oh, hold on. We're going back up here. We're going back up here. Oh, sorry about that. Uh, I wanted you guys to see Langford. I will start being concerned with Matt Carpenter and Bud Norris and Brett Cecil come Tuesday. Uh, this weekend is the halfway point in the spring training season, and the first two weeks don't matter. Uh it, you're sorting people out, you're getting rookies innings, you know when when we get past Tuesday if there's still no carp, then I'll start worrying. How about that? We'll make that our our uh, our thing there. Oh man, good questions already. Uh, do did we get our uh, fantasy league thing figured out? I feel like we we have a good thing with our our fantasy league. Uh, we still, hold on. Oh, we're saying, uh, I don't know what that means. Uh, we still have a month till opening day too soon. I agree, forever cards. Again, I know it's a dumb milestone, but that midway part through spring training is important to me. Everything after that midway part, I start taking a little bit more seriously. Who shot Ryan Sheriff? Uh, Bob Marley. The Wailers. Bob Marley and the Whalers shot Ryan Sheriff, uh, but no one shot the deputy, by the way, how great is Bob Marley? You know, I'm not a stoner. Uh, I've never, I've never in my life, believe it or not, uh, but I love that Bob Marley. Uh, you see, Lynn rejecting twins, two years, twenty million dollar offer. Yeah. Um, oh, somebody says Ryan Sheriff is amazing in Fortnite. Is that is that Fortnite a video game? I've seen that place all. I've seen Fortnite or whatever whatever it is all over the place. Is that thing pretty good? I don't have any time to do any video games, uh, but if it's a really good game where I can screw around with some 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 viewers, some readers, I'd love to take part in it. Um, somebody said it brought up the Lynn uh, two-year, $20 million. Yes! Yeah, VHS! Colonel Taylor, I love it! I've got to bottle that Colonel Taylor up on my... Uh, on my uh, my thingy there. Well done, sir. I love this. See <laughs> now you got me so excited, man. All right. So first article of clothing's coming off. We're taking the sweater off. We're taking the sweater off. You forced me to get a second drink. Sweater comes off. Uh if I have to get a third one, the shirt's coming off. I promise. Let's see. Uh, I've only played sports games in my life, but Fortnite is a very good game. Thank you, Holy Shield. I'll uh, f- I'll check it out, man. If we could do something cool as a group, I'd love that, man. I mean that. Uh, He posts, like, five wins on his Instagram story, like, every day. That's hilarious. Uh, More likely, Manny Machado or Paul Goldschmidt, Manny Machado. There's a clear path to getting Manny Machado, and I I can't even begin to comprehend Paul Goldschmidt at this point. It's still so far away. Uh, Is Fortnite free? Health. I'll check that thing out. Oh, boy, it's about to get weird. Hey, Jared, Jared, did we, uh, Jared Doty there? I don't know if we told you or not, but uh, we gave you a prospect uh, for your lock screen, and Cardinals GIF will be sending that to you. I believe we gave you Edmundo Sosa. We noticed that you're a big fan of Greg Garcia, and we thought, Edmundo Sosa is the most like Greg Garcia in the organization. So you're going to love Edmundo, the moon man, old mooner. And uh, I'll tell you what, I was impressed with him on the backfields this weekend as well. Uh, RuneScape is my life. I don't know what that is. Is that a video game? You're going to have to let me know. I miss playing video games, man. a big fan of Greg Garcia. Well, you know what it may... Yeah, Kyle, talk about Wadier Infante. Wadier Infante is a really interesting, super-athletic outfielder whose season was cut short on August 14th uh, because of a leg injury while sliding into second base. He had seven home runs at Johnson City. Six of them came in a ten game or a 12-game span. Uh, super-athletic, and he could be the breakout prospect of the 2018 season for the Cardinals. But he could also be on the, you know, he could also not be anything. He's still so far away. We're gonna find out. Uh, uh, Hey, what did I hear about a new offensive look from Edmundo Sosa? Uh, So the thing about Sosa is he, the one thing that he did is he's he has a big leg kick now. Uh, It's a timing mechanism. It kind of looks like a right-handed version of what you see out of Colton Wong. But the difference with Colton is Colton has a direct path to the baseball. And that's not Edmundo Sosa. Edmundo's got that like that drag, that arm drag that kind of just you know, you kind of drop it and you, you bring it around. Whereas, you know, Colton Wong, your average hitter, is down and through. He he drops his hands and kind of swings the bat like a tennis racket. And uh, that's that's the difference between Sosa. He doesn't have the body type or the swing to generate power, but now he's got this leg kick. Uh, that's supposed to generate power and it's not producing the way that that he hoped and it, it's kind of dangerous uh, But I like Edmundo and I think he's going to be a really solid defensive option uh, Randy Rosarena starts year at double-a As of right now, Randy Rosarena would start the year at double-a I hate it Sam uh, uh, mentioned Kisner possibly playing Oh, uh, that uh, that Treza, uh, the new rider taking over for Langosh He mentioned something about Kisner playing first base Again, in spring training uh, in the backfields, Kisner worked exclusively with the first baseman. And I thought that that was really interesting. Uh, he was getting some good tips from Patrick Wisdom over there. I thought that was super interesting. Um, by the way, the Patrick Wisdom looks like a natural first baseman. That guy is so athletic, man. Um, again, I think that's more for position versatility, just to give him another option, another clear lane to the major leagues. Um, but any little bit helps. Uh, Void has hit well. Yeah, excuse me. Absolutely, Void has hit extremely well. And, you know, I would imagine we'll see more Void in the outfield too, but the Cardinals have a ton of people that they're trying to get reps in the outfield. The Cardinals have, and I should write about it, and Colin and I should do a podcast about it, but the Cardinals have a clusterfuck of just people at positions in in the, the top levels, and they're starting to feel it now. Because they're trying to get it best for everyone. Joe Trezza has been great. Joe Treza has been great in relief of Langosh. He's been amazing, absolutely amazing. As a matter of fact, going back to the days of Matthew Leach at MLB.com, he what he's done in his short period of time there. And I love Jennifer Langosh. I love Matt Leach. Um, it's it's trump that he's been substantially better. Than that, And he's got information. Ryan Schul's asking about Victor Garcia. Apparently Ryan Shule and Graham are hanging out together tonight. Uh, what is a clusterfuck? Um, a clusterfuck is when there's too many of one group of the same kind of things uh, in one small area. That's a clusterfuck. Uh, I think it's supposed to be sp- spelled with the C, but I'm cool with it being a K. Who cares? Uh, way better than Gould. Different than Gould. I, I like Derek Gould. I just think... Treza, he's been different. He's embraced what he's doing, and uh, it works well with the audience these days. I w- there's a ch- I would gladly travel down to the Dominican. Uh, what is a Cl- yeah? That's right, clusterfuck. You spell it P H U C K. Agreed. I love Langash, but Treza has crushed it. Absolutely, man. It, it's been it's been great coverage. I'm really impressed with with Mister uh, Mister Joe Treza. I believe his name's Joe. Drake.